Yeah. Where's your little green hat? The visor? I You're ready to go? so many people already. Action? I hustled so many people already over there at the <laughs> poker tables. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just got ridiculous. You do look like a hustler. You Commerce, fit in, by the way. Commerce almost kicked me out. They're like, this guy's winning way <laughs> when, too much. You like those guys from uh, Bringing Down the House, The uh, that movie where they go in and they wipe out Vegas and they chase everybody out? I can picture you with, like, the sunglasses, the dark yeah. glasses, the headphones, yep. and you refuse to make eye contact with anybody. You're just raking pots the big all headphones. Long. Too like oh yeah, the ear, but I want the big headphones no, on. Intimidation Huge factor. Gold chain. Well, that's I not really the jam. Chris's, I want one of Chris's shirts where I just don't. I, well, I you just stop buttoning from. You should to do right that here. for sure. That yeah. would look good. Just take yeah. the gold chain off because that's like that. That's not serious poker guy stuff. The rest no. of it, you'd look exactly right. You'd fit in perfectly. No, there was a guy ran out of money, and then I said, "All right, well, how about your gold <laughs> chain?" And then we played for the gold chain. Yeah, throw it on the table. Yeah, right. And then uh, play for it from there. Play for the gold chain. We are here at Commerce Casino, and uh, look, we, we've kind of gone through this and seen where the Mandy's are going to be this year, and where they're going to be in uh, subsequent years potentially. This is yeah. just a unbelievable venue for what we're going to do in June. I, uh, I'm already excited. For for the poker tournament today, but this is going to be about right for the Mandy's. This feels a little bit bigger, a little bit more, you know, yeah, grand, yep. and I can't wait for it to happen. They're all leaving us, but I was going to ask, yeah, do we win a Mandy's for being the first one here of all the other <laughs> First shows. people on the look, look, whatever it takes to stack the deck. First show at Commerce, you win a Mandy's, right? Can I, mean, I, can I, I don't know why Chris is laughing at us for the table. I, I want you to be honest. Okay. Have you voted for us yet? No, I have not. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. No. I I, I, okay. I need to. <laughs> no. That's why I asked. Like I at first I'm like, God, I'm really kind of dropping. Well, the we ball. were trying to sell the tickets. Well, yeah, but it's just you you can I only kind of, yeah. can I can only kind of do it once, right? You go in there with your email address and bing bang boom and you vote for Alan Sliwa, Travis Rogers, the Travis and Sliwa show, Factor Cap, all the things that you want to vote for, and neither one of us have Well here's why we need to build I, momentum. I have huh? but I have a little bit of a reason and excuse. Right now, I'm working on just how many different accounts that I could create. So I have Alan.Sliwa. Go hire Gmail. like a computer scientist from yep. USC or something and DeAndre. have him build us a bot. DeAndre. Right. Do you know you how need, to build bots, DeAndre? to figure that out. Okay. Well, bot, get, bro. get on. That should be your start. side project for the Travis Sliwa Show. Design a bot to vote for us and uh, we can go from there. If you haven't voted, don't be like Alan Sliwa and don't be like me. Go and vote for the Travis Sliwa Show uh, on our website. And obviously, uh, we would encourage you to vote very partisanly. Just write down the line for all things get Travis Get your friends Sliwa. to vote. Get your That's parents all. to your vote. Mom, everybody. Your dad, your sister, your brother, everybody. your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, everybody that you can think of. The mailman. And, and the vote. person at Whatever it is. Sprouts, it doesn't Walk matter out there where. with your phone. Hang out by the mailbox. And when the mailman comes, go, hey, real quick, you got a minute there? Uh, I got it open. And enter your email address, and we can vote for Travis Lee. It would be that, a good that way help to do That Lee fund. You didn't go last night. Okay, so let me – and by the way, man, I love tell, our people. T- tell people what you're thinking about doing. Okay, so first off, I love our people because Padre game is going on, and they're hitting me. Um, just basically saying, hey, so you want to throw a couple photos up there? I'm like, the only photo I'm going to throw is from the living room couch because <laughs> I am not currently in Arizona. So, listen, I went through. I, I bought the tickets when we were on the show. I bought the tickets, the the flight ticket. I started getting these. I was supposed to leave the 335. And then and I was showing um, I was showing Emily. So I'd get an update. It said, uh, hey, sorry, delayed 352. Hey, sorry, delayed 422. Hey, sorry, delayed 
all the way to 552. You missed the game at that point. Or the, the game starts at 640, right. so by the time I'm getting there, I'm already taking a flight out at 1045. I'm basically coming into Phoenix, watching three innings, and then I'm Just leaving. go get a slice of pizza at Pizza Bianco and then turn around and come home. That, that probably That probably would have been the case. So I call Southwest. What's the issue this? They're like, look, we can't give you – a uh, we can't give you a time of when the flight's going to leave. We're having some issues. This, all that. So you got a person on the phone. That's I got a, a person. On the phone. Well, I went from L.A. live to Pasadena. By the time I got to Pasadena, someone was on. So it took about twenty five minutes. That, that's actually pretty good. That's not all bad. things can be considered. That's not bad at all. And I was already like hyperventilating because I already paid for the tickets. And then you know the cheap part of me starts coming in. Well, what do I do here? I, I got to make sure I get my money back. So anyway, so long story short, um, booked a flight. For Sunday morning, Sunday morning, we'll leave to Phoenix. Lady Slee and I will go out there together. Okay. And we'll go. It's a 1 o'clock uh, first pitch, Darvish on the mound. So we'll go for Sunday's game rather than last night's kind of trying to put it all piece together. You'll have a great time, and this is all And good. it's all day. And, and like, I could be there all day. You've so. said this before, that uh, Lady Slee doesn't really listen to our program, right? Mm-hmm. That's not her jam. Yeah. Are there people that are regular listen listeners that will – Relay things back to her. Is that a possibility? No, I don't think so. Did you kind of want to go by yourself? Okay, actually, actually, it's a good question. It's I good think question. it is too because I understand the impulse yeah. to want to have a, a few hours completely by yourself. Okay, so if you said by yourself or with her, I'd rather go with her. Sure. So to answer your question, I think the Sunday game plans a lot better. Now, if it was something different. Like if it was – if I wasn't going to be on a plane by myself for an hour and a half each way, go grab a beer, beer for one, right? Like if it was something different, maybe on my own. But for this one specifically, I think, I, I think I'm going to have a better time with her. That's the right answer just in case yeah. today was the day she decided to flip it on. But I think I know where you're going with this. I, I, that you started in a certain way. The fact that you understood what I was asking sure. I think is exactly right. Because sometimes it's just like I love you. I love spending time with you. But you know yeah. what I'd like today? To not do that. To just today is the day where maybe I'll go to the game by myself. Maybe I'll go sit at the bar and order a little food and have a glass of wine by myself. It's just, it's, a, it's, it's a, That's enough out of you, Taylor. We'll, we'll, we'll get to Larry the Cable Guy at some point or never again. But uh, you, you understand the no, I I know where you're going with this, and especially when it comes to sports. But, again, I, I'll say this. I think for this one, no, I'm, I'm good with that. Now, maybe there's a quick little road trip up to San Francisco. Maybe there's a game coming up against the Giants. Not a bad. We'll see what happens. You should have gone last night. He went 0 for five. Maybe if you were there, he gets a. He did hit the ball on the button twice. He hit the ball very, very hard. But he struck out a couple of times. Padres won the game, so this is all good. They're uh, they're crawling back above 500. This is exactly what the Padres were looking to do with 900 billion dollars in payroll. All right, so they're one, two, three now, right? So it's Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bogarts. Oh. well, what I you know why I don't want to include him because he's the only one hitting. <laughs> okay, fair he's enough. The only one actually hitting. Yes, he is. Between those three to start off the game, I think it was like 0 for 13 with two walks. Jado <laughs> <laughs> can't get a hit. It's Soto can get, get a hit. Soto can walk. But yeah, he can't no, get a hit. look, there. I'm not worried about them even a little bit at this point. You got another day off. You got another opportunity to kind of not do Laker stuff. But then starting tomorrow, it's bang, 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 bang through the rest of this. Um, the Lakers, you know, missed a pretty good opportunity that they had against Memphis on Wednesday night. Now yep. they're coming home. First playoff game that they've had in front of their people where it's going to be a full house in forever, basically. 2012-2013. And you know what I'm excited? Excited is the wrong word, but I'm, I'm happy, right? 
I think the Lakers are a, a team that needs to draw energy from outside sources at times. That this for, for whatever reason, they came out of that uh, game two and started the game, and they were flat, and they did not seem to be able to match their urgency. It's on the road. It's a home Memphis crowd, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe they can feed off of a crypto crowd the way that other teams do because we've talked about this a bunch. They come out with kind of just this – all right, let's see how this goes. And then they try to hit the gas later on. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's the playoffs. You can't come out and wait to see what it feels like. You need to come out 100 miles an hour from the tip. So I have – I'm going to – you know, obviously we know what happened on and how disappointed – you just listened to our show yesterday. We wouldn't stop paying attention to how disappointed we were in game two. I don't think we're going to get that disappointment tomorrow. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like tomorrow – Why do you feel it's going to be different? Um – I think they they go they they have this they have kind of peaks and valleys right and I think that they were at a low on what day, what day was that Wednesday yep they were at a low on Wednesday where nothing seemed to there was no spark there was no energy there was it, they acted like Is they that were not up really bizarre to you they acted like they acted like they were up one nothing right let me let me give you a good example on this because yesterday the Warriors played the Kings. Of course the Warriors are going to have a dip, different type of game. First off, they're out down 2-0. They still have the roster that they have. I know minus Draymond. They're home in front of their crowd. Okay, I, I don't fault the Sacramento Kings yesterday. It's like, okay, well, are you going to sweep the defending champs? Are you going to go? By the way, it could very, very well be 2-2. Lakers have a tendency, and this has kind of been them this year, where when moments – when you have an opportunity to take your foot off the gas, they take they take yes. advantage of that rather yes. than no no no. This is when we this is when we put a chokehold on the opponent that we're playing. I think tomorrow is going to be like one of those other games where hey we're ready hey so. now now this is it and you're going to have your crowd in front of you. Um, now that that one game they can then come back in game four and take their foot off the gas again. But that's kind of who the Lakers have been. So I think if it's falling into a trend, tomorrow would be one of those games where the Lakers look good, they come out hungry, they come out almost desperate in a sense, because that's what the Lakers have it's done It's a huge game. Like that, That's going to swing it. We're going to be talking about, well, okay, this is back to the way it's supposed to be. They're up 2-1. they got another game coming. they got a chance to put a stranglehold on it again in game four. Or it's a what the hell just happened? We were out, no John Morant, up one nothing. To now you're down two to one, and you have to win game four. Like it's a huge game. I know we really concentrate on game fives when these things come around because now you're just one away. I think this is the exact same thing. There's a little bit more. Oh, it sets and, the table. And I really do wonder about where they are with their their energy because you're right. This. On, off, on, off. Well, we don't have to win, so we're going to come out there and just kind of see what happens. I, you're right. That's not the sign of a team that's going to win a championship. That's not the sign of a team that is fully present at every single – you don't know how this stuff goes. You don't know if there's going to be a Kawhi Leonard situation where all of a sudden one of you guys, we're just not available, and this is the game that we do have energy, but you're down a guy. Or you have a night where LeBron can't get the ball in the basket or AD gets in foul trouble or whatever it might be to think that, ah, we got a little bit of a of a cushion here because we're, it's like that's a really dangerous game to play, and the very best teams very rarely do that. You're up 3-0, a little bit different, but when you're up 1-0, you look at what the Celtics did. You look at what the Nuggets have done. They're just like they're just batting these teams away. And obviously, they're playing worse teams than the Lakers are right now. But I don't like that they don't take 
opportunities like that seriously and have that, we can relax a little bit because that's what it looked like. They I did. did. My whole episode, was it Tuesday or Wednesday before the game, was we're going to find out a lot on Lakers Talk Day. We're going to find out a lot about who this Lakers team based is on this game because mm-hmm. what you just said, Trav, do you know what championships team, championship teams do? They say, okay, we smell blood in the water. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. Here's an opportunity that we have no idea if we're going to get that opportunity again. And they come out in that Wednesday game, and it's like, guys, series is over. We're, we're going to go up 2-0 by the time we walk out of here. The Lakers don't tend to do Think that. Think about what they could have they, done. They don't tend to right? do that. that. If they had taken care of that, they're walking out of the field and we're going, we're ending it tonight here. And they're not going to lose four in a row to that team. They could have really taken control instead. They got a fight on their hands. They got the a fight. Clippers had a lot of fight in them last night, even without Kawhi Leonard. And like Chris said in the open there, yes, I did watch, and yes, I did see Russell Westbrook, and they lost. I mean, with, <laughs> even without Kawhi Leonard, they still found a way to lose that game. We'll talk about that. Plus, for the Lakers, other than the energy, what needs to go right first? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, of course, a Lakers playoff Friday here on 710 ESPN. Getting you pumped for what's on tap for tomorrow night's game. Lakers-Grizzlies game three presented by Michelob Ultra. A refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it. If you enjoy it, please enjoy responsibly. If you hear like a can opening. (laughs) I I know it's you. That's for sure. Because that is, you like to play pickleball with a few ultras. You like to watch the game with a few ultras. I mean, I'm already there. Maybe do a radio show with a few ultras and you see how that goes, (laughs) right? You never know. That'd be pretty fun. It's Slewide the best pregame drive I've ever heard. <laughs> just loosen you up a little bit, right? Just get a little bit of that hold onto the wheel a little too tight thing. You're just like He's going, going after around everybody. corners at 100 miles an hour. You're good. You absolutely enjoy it. I got to tell you, it's I, I understand that you got to have a regular season in all of these sports, and they are, they're interesting to varying degrees depending on what you like, basketball, baseball, football, whatever. The, the way that these games are played in the playoffs are relative to the way that the games are played in the regular season for like 90% of the regular season. Yeah. It's like, why do we even have to do that? Can we have like a 10-game regular season and just go into the playoffs? Because I don't care whether it's Clippers Suns last night, obviously sure. the Lakers tomorrow, yeah. and the Warriors and the Kings. Oh, the energy Just in the these intensity arenas. and the energy in these games is so much fun. It's so exciting. And you compare that to what you see on a random game, you know, game 68 in an NBA season, and guys are like... 
yeah, maybe I'll play tonight. And then, like, you know, maybe I'll play, maybe I won't. And maybe I'll, I'll kind of lock down defensively towards the end of the game. And from the opening tip of those games, it's every possession feels incredibly important. And they're adding games. Like the playing is, is basically an adding game. The in-season tournament, which I still can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely can't wait. Because you know what I like most about it is that no one knows what it is. See, when you really are trying to create something that, that people are going to get that's excited so about. true. I don't think anybody knows what it <laughs> hey, is. Uh, Commissioner Silver, what is it about? It's going to be great. Yeah, like why? It's going to be like European soccer. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't follow that. What is it? It's going to be awesome. Yeah, but like what are they playing Got for? In-season tournament here, huh? What, what, what are you playing for? <laughs> Can't really say. Yeah, uh, so what do you get if you win it? Who knows? Uh, awesome. I, Can I, I get an idea of what they could no do? Idea. Yeah. So I, my idea for what they can do to make it something that they people would be incentivized to do well, I think that the winner gets to start their playoff series 1-0 if they get to the playoffs. So you still have to get to the playoffs. You still have to play your second half of the season really well. But if well. you're in, you're up one nothing. Yes, you are up one nothing. It would take away one game of the playoff series. Obviously, that would be very difficult to take away. But it's a huge advantage to whoever makes it, but it's also not like a dead to rights for whomever they play. So that's my idea to make it worthwhile to play. None of their incentives are like basketball related. They're just, no, no, guys, we just got, we get an extra game because the, the rights deal with ESPN. And it's that, like none of it is <laughs> sure. actually basketball related. But, but, okay, so here's the thing. The play-in has added an element of fun to this, and, and I, I think that we're the wrong people to ask because the Lakers have been in that mix frequently. So we're paying close attention to it. If the Lakers were the Denver Nuggets and in first place all season, you're probably not that interested. We in the own play-in. the play-in. Exactly. But there's, there, there's this thing that you need to fix – that the play-in, or excuse me, that the uh, mid-season tournament has, at least as far as I can figure out, has not addressed. Make the regular season more important. What if it's just as simple as the team with the higher seed gets five home games? You mentioned that. Yeah, you mentioned that the, a couple it, days now ago. Now it is a huge incentive sure, to be sure. the team that's the higher seed. It, 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 and I get that there's an economic impact to the team that only gets two home games. Okay, but then the, win more. I was just going to say. We're incentivizing you to be the higher seed. That being the five and the four. Imagine if the Suns had lost that opening game, but they had four more home games. We're like, what doesn't matter at all? That could be the one thing that I think would make people kind of go, wait, hold on a second. We do, you don't want to have to be the eight, the eight where the Lakers, or the seven where the Lakers landed. They're going to have given up five home games in every series throughout the rest of the playoffs. That's a huge disadvantage. It's a huge disadvantage. You, listen, you mentioned that a couple of days ago. I didn't really thought about it. But okay, well, you don't want less games. Okay, well, you're not getting less games. Nope. Um, you want to make sure that you're hitting on whatever ESPN, TNT. Okay, that's not a problem. The only difference is you are just giving, hey, you ended up with a better record. You're the Memphis Grizzlies. You won 51 games. You had eight, nine more games, eight, nine more wins than the Lakers. Yep. You go two, two, and three, however it is, something like that. But it's, it basically is such an advantage for the team that ended up with a better regular season. Now our guys who are load managing, are they saying to themselves, we, we can't play. afford, I can't afford not to play. Right. I can't let that team have five, and maybe that's the solution, maybe it's not. I think it's kind of fascinating because you don't lose any games either. It would make the regular season more compelling. We'd get more games like we saw. And you get more night. stars playing. So let's look forward to Saturday. Yeah. The Lakers and – it's so bizarre to me that the Clippers and the Suns are going to have played four games before the Lakers even tip off their third. Does That's, that make any sense? Yeah. The Lakers are the team that everybody wants to see, and they get the, they get the sweet spots. Which is okay. <laughs> which is okay. But there will be – I think Clippers and the Suns are the only t- 
team, I think they said either in the West or the whole playoffs, they didn't have at any point through the first four games two days of rest. Yeah. Well, and look, Kawhi already missed a game because his knee got aggravated and maybe he's back for game four. Maybe he's not. They're playing uh, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker like a million minutes every game, which yeah. is kind of crazy. Yep. Well, they need to. They don't have anybody else on that team. Let's go to the game on Saturday. And obviously, Anthony Davis needs to be better. But is that the number one thing? When you, when you look at what they gave you on Wednesday, the game that they lost, and you look at what you hope to get on Saturday yeah. in game three, is it just Anthony Davis? Is it just if he's better, everything else takes care of itself? Or is he just one of the problems along the way with D'Angelo and Beasley and some of these others? Dennis Schroeder did not have a good game, too, yeah. that those guys need to raise their play. Okay, so for me, I think the quotes that we kept reading off yesterday – well, you know, they just really came out more intensity in the first quarter. Uh, you know, they really come out and punched us right as the game started. That, I think, bothered me more than anything that I saw on Wednesday because there's a very good chance Andy Davis is going to have a good game tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to D'Angelo Russell. I think that's a very important element. Is he 2 for 11 again? Is he getting a little bit of less playing time because he's not delivering? But the thing that bothered me the most from, from Wednesday's game was post-game you're reading, and it's not like you didn't already know this. You watched the game that they were down 11 at the end of the first quarter. You watched the game that they were down 15 at halftime. But every quote was like, yeah, they really came out, and they just kind of outplayed us. They out-hustled us. They out-this. They out-that. It's like, all right, well, that's something you can control. What I can't control is John Morant going for 40, and maybe I didn't have any answer for him. What I can't control is every one of their players, them going 8 of 11 from 3, you know, like, I can't, I can't control – there's certain things I can't control. What I can control is you're not going to outplay me. I don't care that you need this game more than we do. I, that, that, that means nothing to me. If we win this game, this, basically the series is over. So that, that's the one area which, again, I'm going to say this. The Lakers have done this before where they have the type of game they had Wednesday and they follow it up with a really good, clean game, out-hustle, out-rebound, all that stuff. I'm expecting that on Saturday, but that's what stood out to me more than anything else is just energy. reading those damn quotes yeah. of everybody admitting. So that's the top of your list, just the energy that they start the game with? Because I think AD is going to already have a game. I, I, I mentioned the D-low part I'm not sure of. We'll see what happens. What is that about? Like this Is, is it just we lied to ourselves that this is what D'Angelo Russell is. He's boom bust. He can be very good at times and he can be a non-factor at others. That is he a classic good stats guy on bad teams when he gets a ton of shots, he controls the ball a lot, but putting him on this team where it's more of a a complimentary role, he's more of a spot-up guy that you're going to try to knock down some shots for him when other guys are penetrating. That don't, that's call a a guard. Fit. Don't, don't call him a guard. Don't call him a point guard. He's a basketball player. Call him a point guard. right time to make that distinction, right after you, you know, let a playoff game slip through your fingers. But are we just expecting too much of him? Because I, when the deal got done, it's like, yeah, yeah. He, he's better than what they had, right? That they, they got better across the board with Vanderbilt and Beasley and all these guys. But the guy that we were hoping to get really hasn't shown up very often. It's been far more of the other guy than or the other guy. Or he hasn't even played. Or he hasn't played. He's yeah. been hurt. No, I, I, don't think, I don't think our expectations were off. I just don't think he's delivering. Trev, when you have this many players on a team, this is, this is the one thing that the Lakers have a luxury of. And all these role players have a luxury of. If Rui doesn't have a good game, you're like, all right, well, there's another role player that could potentially step up. It's not like you're asking D'Angelo Russell, D'Lo, you have to be the second best player on this team and you have to do what maybe what he was asked to do in Minnesota or one of these other places. LeBron and Anthony Davis are on the team. 
They're the two guys that are going to take most of the blame. They're the two guys that you're going to look at and say, all right, well, there's 50 points between the two of them. Um, then you have the development of Austin Reeves. You could even say D'Angelo Russell is the fourth most important player on this team. Okay, what are you, nobody's really asking you to go out there and give 22 points and nine assists. No. Nobody's saying that. That you're 16. Don't be two for 11. Right. Don't don't be you know play a little defense. How about that the game against? Happen? How about the game against Minnesota? It was you got to take D'Lo out. It was Dennis Schroeder has to be. He in was there. unusable in that game. So I I mean are we asking for too much or is it he's just not delivering what needs to be decent basketball? Nobody's saying you got to be great. You just have to be. But that's I, I, look. I'm not asking for great. I'm asking for decent. He's not giving us. De- that's my point exactly. Is I'm not asking him to turn into Steph Curry for his getting a night or two. Sure. I, I'm asking for him to do exactly what you're saying. You're not even getting that. You're getting bad. And look, I you know you know my philosophy, Al. If you're on a different team every couple of years, that's not good. That, that, that there, a reason. There are some guys, and it's, if you're a role player in something, sure. But he, this is a different sort of guy that was drafted very high, yeah. that you're hoping can be a, a, an integral part of what you're doing. And when everybody after a while is like, you know what, how about we give you D'Angelo? I think that that's one of those things that makes you, okay, can he have a night for sure? But can he have a bunch of what you're talking about? I don't need you to give me D, D, A, D, D, C minus D, A. I need a bunch of C pluses. It's all I, I just need a bunch of C pluses in a row, and I don't know if that's the guy to give you that. Well, let, let's we could simplify it because he's in a contract year. If there's ever a time, by the way, that was my report card in college that I just read off. <laughs> I, I just wait, hold on, I'm about to flunk out. All right, let me pay attention to this one. That, that's an A. All right, I'll see you guys in six weeks. Travis <laughs> Rogers, I'm the D'Angelo here. Russell of Santa Barbara. <laughs> wait. What, 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 what is my great – okay, hold on a second. Let me go to class for a couple of weeks. Let me get back above water, and then uh, I'll see you for the final. So is the final for you like a contract year? Because yeah, if it is, it's the, not looking good right now. The midterm was always kind of one of those, am I going to take this seriously or not? Wake if I, up call. If I got a C-plus on the midterm, I'll see you at the final. If it came in a little bit lower than that, I'm like, you know, I should probably poke in my head in here every once in a while. It you worked know, out. Just have an average. I game. got that piece of paper just like everybody else. All Travis is asking <laughs> for is that you show up and you end up with your degree. Absolutely. All right. So game on Saturday. Clipper, or excuse me, the the Lakers and the Grizz. Does the team that wins Game Three win the series? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quick tweet from Matthew Pelosi, who is a loyal member of the Trav and Slee community. He says, anyone waiting for their mailman to get him to vote, just know that I've already voted Trav and Slee up and down the board. So maybe we have the Cypress area mailman covered. Um, covered. Yeah. Here, and, and Matthew, I don't know if this is okay. So you're a government employee, so there may be some rules that I don't quite understand. I think you should start knocking on doors. Sure. I think that as you go and put the, the mail into the boxes, you should stroll up to each door and just say, hi, 
I'm your ma- uh, I'm your mail carrier, Matthew, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about the Travis and Sliwa show. Ask, and just even go ask, around. You can even ask, can I fill out this ballot for you? <laughs> yeah, what's your That's email address? I'll do illegal. it for you. I think that we should put our, our, our people to work in the streets, and Matthew, uh, I'm going to put you on the, as the point man for that. And Thank you, Matthew. Just go around and, and get us some votes. That's and, We're not asking for much here. We should vote. Just a lot of votes. We should you know, you and me. We should yeah, we should probably be the leaders of the pack. It's like, uh, hey, do you believe I, in your restaurant? Yeah, have you eaten here yet? <laughs> Never we tasted the food. Eaten. Yeah, we have not tried the food. <laughs> okay. Gotta spread the good word like, the, like a Mormon, like the book of uh, Travis and Slaywood. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Um, honesty time, truth syrup time. <laughs> Did, yes. Take your truth syrup and answer this. Okay. Did you vote for us last year? Yes. Okay, so did I. Yeah. Yeah, it was late in the game, and I didn't realize that you could vote for yourself like hundreds of times, so I, I probably should have done it. I was going to say, I didn't do it a hundred times, but I did do it once, and yeah. I think we're both on the same page of that. wonder why we didn't win. Yeah, could be because <laughs> there could be, there might be some try the correlation here. Uh, ESPNLA.com is a place that you can go to vote for the Trav and Sliwa Show up and down for your Mandy's ballots and uh, getting ready for it in June. By the way, we're under two months away. It's going to be very quick, and all of a sudden, it's going to be here. The NBA playoffs will still be going on at that point. We'll be into the finals. Um, Taylor, do you think that uh, your guys may still be knocking around after what you saw last night by the time we get past the end of uh, April and into May? Hey, I thought the Warriors were going to come out, win that game. I think they'll win the next one, too. It's going to be a long series, probably go to seven, but the Kings are going to win this one. I, so watching that last night, Slay, I kind of yeah. agree with Taylor that it does feel like it's going to be long. The, the Warriors did that thing that what we were, you were talking about the Lakers and championships. This was a there's no chance we lose tonight game. Even without Draymond, and Steph has got that ability to elevate when he has to, and he did, and he was awesome. But that just felt that felt like I thought game one might go, where you have the veteran team who's like, okay, you haven't seen what we're about to do to you. The other team who is good but inexperienced kind of have those whoa moments like, I haven't run into something like this. Game one showed up in game three. I don't know if this feels like uh, it feels the same for you, but I got this. I think, I think the Warriors are going to hold serve at home. It's going to be 2-2 going back to Sacramento. And then the question is going to become, can Sacramento keep winning at home? Yeah. Because. But Golden State's so bad on the road, too. They are so bad on the road. Yeah. So, and, and, and you know, if you kind of look at it, that's probably the only path that I could see. Okay, let me ask you this question. Let's say it goes seven. And game seven is in Sacramento. And it's a Warriors team that's everybody's not good. held serve so far. Everybody's held. Uh, everybody's held serve so far. Okay. And it's a it's a it's a Warriors team that has struggled on the road. This has just kind of been their this has been their issue all season long. But it's Game Seven, and all you need is one. You taking the Sacramento Kings or you taking the Golden State Warriors? I know where I'm leaning in that one. I honestly, in, in that scenario, if everybody's held serve, yeah. and the, and the Kings have not looked like they're freaking out in Game Five, if it goes back there, yeah. I think the Kings win that game. Take Sacramento. I, I, I really, I, I wouldn't bet my car on it. Yeah. I might bet, you know, eight cents. It, but if you force me to pick one, I think I'd take the Kings in that situation. I think that the way that the Warriors win this is they win Game Four, and then they win Game Five, and it comes back their way. And that, if that gets to Game Seven, and every, now if they start winning on each other's courts, then God knows what Game Seven looks sure. like. But under your scenario, I think that. 
first of all, at this point, too, keep in mind, Sacramento will have had six playoff games. They will have had – it's not the hundreds that the Warriors have had. But it's six more than they've six had. six more since. than they had when the series started, so yeah. I would narrowly go there. So this is why I bring it up. I bring it up because it feels like to me – remember we said that this is not a series until Sacramento wins the first two games. Yep. They won both of them. Yep. That you just felt like, hey, if they drop one of those, it's just a matter of time till Golden State takes this thing. They won the first two. I think Golden State's going to bounce back, get the next two. I don't know what could happen in game five. I, or not next next two. They'll win the next one in Golden State. Anything can happen in goal five. I, I think the Warriors are the one team where if they win on the road against Sacramento Kings, yeah. it's not a surprise to no. me. And, and if it goes seven, which it feels like this is the type of series that will go seven, I think in that win – Win or go home, and the Warriors are a part of it. I think I give the edge to the Golden State. Warriors. I get that the the numbers skew crazy in a game five. Whoever, if it's two two, whoever wins game five wins the series. Something X crazy, amount like of times, seventy yeah. plus percent of the time. I'm not so sure that tomorrow for the Lakers isn't something like that. Mm. That that it. I, I know that you. It's it's two one regardless of who wins. That if the Lakers win, it's not like they got a chokehold on it. And the opposite is true as well. At that point, you basically are where you thought you would be anyway, right? Two one after three games potentially. But this one feels like who? Because the mo- think about the narratives that go along with this. Think about the stories that we'll see whether Job plays or not. Probably right. Maybe I, I, I would be six days. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. If he doesn't, then well, if he was that out. close potentially to playing on Wednesday, now you get two more days off. Okay. I, I think the Lakers because they have that predisposition to kind of eh, you know okay they, they need to win this game. The last thing they need to do is put themselves in a very t- tough spot. And if Memphis wins that game, they got all the confidence in the world. Now they. They've gotten the home court back. It's going back to the best home Could court you in the NBA. It, it feels incredibly important to me that whoever wins tomorrow night, I think, has an incredible advantage moving through. There. And not just a, well, duh, Trav, they're up 2-1 to one in a, that feels much bigger than they're just one game ahead. So let, let's say Lakers, I mean, if I'm Memphis, I'm looking at this, it doesn't matter which game you win. You just, you obviously want to go back home tied to a piece. So whether that – I think tomorrow is going to be a real challenge for the Memphis Grizzlies. I really do. I believe that. I think game four is a game where if we're if – we're, if we've watched the Lakers close enough, it's when they have a chance to take a deep breath is when they take a deep breath. It's like, hey, you got an opportunity. You could work a little bit of overtime, and then you get the weekend off. And the Lakers are like, no, no overtime for us. We're just going to take the day off. 501 train here. 501 train. We are gonzo. They they go up two games to one. Um, Then it's back to the same question. Do the Lakers take a step back? Memphis would be desperate. Does Memphis play different in in one of those games? I I think if, if if you're playing out the scenario of whichever team wins tomorrow, the Grizzlies were to somehow win tomorrow. You make it say somehow, like it's a one in a million shot. It's it's probably like a 60-40 kind of deal, right? Where the Lakers are the favorites. Lakers sure. are winning tomorrow. Uh, sure. But like somehow they win tomorrow. Like this was the how do they lose? Well, there's a whole bunch of ways they so, can lose. So I, I'll explain it then. Can they lose? Of course they can. I just don't expect Memphis to win tomorrow. I'm, I'm just going to put that to the side for a quick second. Okay. Let's say they won yesterday, or let's say they won tomorrow, and now they're up two games to the one. Lakers. Memphis is up two oh, games gotcha. to one. Okay. If Memphis goes up 2-1 in this series, and now you're done with these two days rest here, two days rest there, now it's 1-1-1, one, 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 and you know that you're going to get at least two more games back in Memphis potentially – 
Yeah, that's some real trouble. Now it's not a matter of, remember how they lost game two and we're saying, no, nobody's saying that they're going to lose the series. We're just saying that you lost that incredible opportunity and maybe shorten the series. If Memphis goes up 2-1, it's a completely different conversation for me. Now it's, I don't know if the Lakers from a, um, from a you know, we're talking about refueling the gas. Well, that's going to come more into effect as the series goes on. You fall down two to one; it would be the first time they're down in the series. The only thing—I I get that the rest is a part of it, and I'm with you on that. The, I have no idea which Lakers team is going to get. Every time you think you kind of have a feel for who they are and what they do, they throw a curveball at you. It's like, nope, there's there's one that didn't make any. But both good and bad, right? That sometimes it feels like, and this just is. Oh no, wait, wait, that looked really good. Yeah, you're right. That was awesome, and then. You get a little used to, nope, nope, then you get game two. I have no idea which version of this Laker team is going to show up tomorrow. If you get something like you got in game one, which, by the way, the final score, not indicative of how close that game was. It was a very close game. One-point game with three minutes to go. They can beat them. If they throw anything near what they did in game two, they lose for sure. They need to be somewhere in the middle more often because I think at the middle, middle of these, the Lakers are the better team. But they, they haven't hit the middle. They've hit the top and the very bottom. Do you, do you know what that kind of gives the example of where you're saying, hey, I don't need – you're talking about D'Angelo Russell. I don't need an A and I don't need a D. Just can you be a little bit more consistent? I guess that kind of goes into the Lakers as a whole. They haven't been able to do it all year. I know that they're a different team, and I know that they were more consistent with this group of guys, but – Two playoff, three, three playoff games, really, right? I'm, I'm gonna th- I know technically it's not Minnesota in the playing game, but high stakes, high stakes yeah, yeah, in that yeah. game, playoff tech caliber stakes. Mm-hmm. They've played three of these. They've been bad in two of them. Mm-hmm. That's not a good batting average. And I'm not saying that they can't come out and look like they did, but two out of three in high stakes with these guys, the, but, that's, but that's the team. That's almost the unfortunate part is if they come out tomorrow and they look good again, <laughs> right? That it goes back to what you're saying goes, well, yeah, it's so different game to game that it is tough to predict what the team is. All right, ask Slee from Commerce Casino coming up next. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll try to scrounge up a little in person ask Slee around here. I got some very good ones. I got a microwave related ask Slee okay. for you when we come back. It's Travis Slee, seven ten, ESPN. All right, so I think that you've actually run into this first one here. I think this is something that I I know bothers you, but I don't know which way you're going to go here. Daniel Tapia, Mm -hmm. every time you use the ESPN Alley microwave, it is a horrible mess and it stinks. Yeah. Do you wipe it and clean it or leave a passive-aggressive unsigned letter? Hashtag Ask Slee. Okay, so I feel like I'm pretty good at this stuff. Around the kitchen, there's a lot of times, okay, i got to wash my hands for something or I'm going to grab a cup of water. Whatever paper towel I end up using, I'm giving a little kind of thick rubbing down or rubbing down. I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning off the countertops, coffee stains, whatever it is. I find myself doing that more times than not. The microwave, if I'm going to use it, I'm taking a look inside. Like if somebody's food, if Funches microwave something. And Last his, night's and Funches his, pad thai has and exploded his and is lasagna is on over. top of the. He left well, it in for 42 minutes. I will. I'm grabbing a couple paper towels. I'm wiping it down, cleaning it, and then I'm going to go microwave my There's stuff. no, hey, dude, clean up your mess, Funches. Well, I, well, here's the thing. We're going at Funches, <laughs> poor guy. Like I just thought of one person who actually brings his food in. Um I have no idea who it is because there is – every office has one of these, right? Every office where they come to the kitchen as if they're in – they're at home, which I already throw 30 questions in my head too. This is how you live at home. Of course and it then is. they make the place just look crazy. And then before you know it, they turn the corner and they're gone and you have no <laughs> idea who it was. 
So I can't identify who it is, but I just try to clean up a little bit. After I this. will leave the space. If it's clean when I get there, I'm leaving when it's, it's clean when I leave. And if it's a mess when I get there, I'm not cleaning one crumb I'm leaving it cleaner. of your mess. Yeah, I'm going to not, leave it a Not in a hundred years of my – we're all adults. We all are there working in a okay, professional that, capacity. I'm not here to clean up after You're you. not there, but don't you want to – the problem is I don't want to go there and it's a dirty environment. Yeah, I, I don't want a dirty environment, but I'm not cleaning up after Okay, you. let's use as an example. When we go in to do the shows in the uh-huh. studio. All right, if your side is messy because somebody was there I, and there's – but you don't clean up any of it because nope. you want it to be clean for you. I, I, I clean out my space, but I'm not cleaning up. I will throw your junk off to the side so it's still in your way when you come back. That's how that goes. All right, Brian says, you have passed away. Condolences, Lee, on your your recent passing. Thank you. (laughs) You have passed away. Would you rather be remembered as the most genuinely nice man anyone has ever met or be known as the funniest person anyone has ever met? Oh, that's good. I, I lean towards genuine, but let me, let me take a quick step back. I think where people are going to, I think the memories are going to be better if you're one of the funniest guys they've ever met. Like if you kind of look back, yeah, sometimes we'll th- somebody will think of a joke or predic- predicament or whatever. And they're like, oh, man, that was pretty funny. I think I want that. I mean, I hope I'm still a genuine person in the process, but I think leaving behind that dude was hilarious I think there's a little bit more to it that somebody can take with them or just crack a joke or something along it's those lines. It's a really good question. Yeah. It's a really good one. I think the funniest person ever would make for a better funeral and eulogy and wake because you were funny and we can retell some of the stories. He's funny, a but I couldn't funeral. trust them. But once, I couldn't trust them. But once everybody's left and the people that you were around, it's like you would want them to go, I just missed that guy. He was just such a wonderful person to be around. Isn't that a little bit better? It is, but there's also the... Um, I couldn't stand that guy. I wouldn't trust him. But damn, did he tell a good joke every once in a while. <laughs> and th- th- those guys are out there for sure. Darb in the OC. Slee bellies up to the bar for a beer. Is he going to buy the 16-ounce beer or the 32-ounce beer and why? This happened. I went to Islands the other day, right, on uh, yeah. Wednesday night. Went to Islands with the fam, with me, Bobby, Michael, Bobby's girlfriend, and Susan, right? We all go there, and we all ordered a bunch of beers. Yeah. And the question was, do you want the pint or do you want the big one? Uh, 16 ounce. I typically go 16 ounce. So do I. Why do you make that decision? Um, I think for a couple reasons. Number one, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not taking down a 32-ounce beer at one place. But on top of that, too, if I get a 16 ounce and then I decide I want another beer, that second beer is going to be cold where it's kind of separated on its own. The 16 ounce I got, I can make the decision a little bit later. It's not like it's a bottle of wine or something and it's all going to be the same. Uh, I get two colder beers. That's the right answer. That is exactly that. A 32-ounce beer is great, but yeah. the last 10 ounces of it are not going to be as cold as the first part of it. But don't I you want spend more money? It's fine. I'd rather buy the colder it's beer. It's more of price. an investment, also, I would this, say. What if I want to change my palate a little bit? What yeah. if I go with your Ultra right out of the chute, and then later I want to do something that's a little bit Madonna. higher test. I want an IPA or something like that, and now I don't have to go through all this. I can change courses in the middle of it a little quicker. And it's cool. By the time right you're answer, by the time you're sixty percent done with that thirty-two ounce, it's not really cold. No, it's not the cold that you want. No, it's there's beer is meant to be served cold yeah. almost always, and that's how it goes. Well, John forties, <laughs> John in Huntington Beach, that's a college. Like once you're done with college, forties are no longer the the beer of choice. That's a. <laughs> and by the way, why? So okay, since yeah. we're talking forties, yeah. I'm glad you brought yeah. this up. 
you buy a 40 for a very specific reason. Yep. It's not because you like it. It's because it is incredibly high test. For the quality. Right. It is, it is high test bad beer. Yep. Why is it presumably you want to drink that as cold and as fast as possible? Why is the opening the size of like a pinhole, like you're drinking hot coffee? Why, why do we have yeah, to have why, a teeny tiny opening at the top of one of It's a great question. And it takes so long, it's like it's already not going to help. You're tasting the beer. The beer's not good. The Just 40's not in. good. Just want to get it down. <laughs> if there's anything, that's the beer that you're basically grabbing, and it's as wide as an open as possible. <laughs> All right. John writes, would you rather want to – they've got a lot of you dying today. I don't know what's in the air, but people are asking you death-related Drive questions. Drive home safely. Yeah, right? John wants to know, would you rather want to know the exact day and time, day and time you're going to die okay. or have the ability to know what people are thinking? I think what people are thinking. Yeah. I, I don't need to know. I'd rather not know the exact day and time that I'm going to pass. Awful. That sounds awful. <laughs> and what if, what if it's like, hey, it's in seven years. It's like, what, what the hell's going on here? Okay. So I, I'm picking to know what people are thinking, too, because this idea. That's of, fascinating, by the way. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But if they did say, hey, listen, in seven years. And you're going to live the. You're going to really maximize seven those seven years as yeah. opposed to if you don't know, it could be a month from now and you're just watching TV <laughs> and you didn't get anything in. Or if it's 45 years, then are you. And you're going to watch are more you TV. Wasting, are you wasting <laughs> your 45 years because you're like, oh, I got plenty of time. I don't think I want it. I don't want either one of those things. You know what I mean? Like both of those things sound bad. I don't want to know my mortality to the day and time. And quite frankly, I'm happy not knowing what people are thinking. I, I think I probably have a reasonable idea most of the time, but I don't want to hear what people actually think about me. That sounds terrible. Yeah, probably that's, not going to like it. Right. In general, everybody. Yeah, but, everybody. But at least I, I would take that over the other option, and at least it's like, all right, well, now I know what that person thinks of me. <laughs> well, then, yeah, maybe that's the one that's going to kill me. Maybe if, <laughs> then you got to know the date. i got to keep my eye on we that guy. We know what Mace thinks of you based on who he wanted to cast you. Yeah, see, now you're bringing up better my feelings all over again. John Ferris writes, do you eat your nuts one at a time or by the handful? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much everything's kind of little handful type of thing. You know, grab kind of a handful, just enough to, yeah, just like right around here, just like your palm of your hand, not too many of them, and then you're just kind of throw them in. But, but not one at a time? They're not one at a time. Yeah, so. If I you, don't have self-control. Say you buy a little bag of cashews. Yep. Okay. I'm going to eat those. Three or four at a time. Yeah. All cashews. Yeah. But if you get that thing where it's mixed nuts and you got, and there's almonds and peanuts and cashews. Well, are you, are a you, macadamia nut. There's a pecan floating around in there. Are you picking individually based on what you want? Yes. And w- I'm going to eat all of them at once. I'm going to eat all the pecans first. I'm going to eat all the almonds second. I'm yeah. going to eat all of the, uh, first of all, I'm throwing the macadamia nuts back into the box. <laughs> you don't like them. Put them in a cookie. Like oh, man. I'll, I'll take the macadamia you, I'll, I'll bring you a bag next time. Bring me a couple bags. <laughs> I'll bring you the bag. Not my, not my not favorite. But the other one, and I'm not going to go cashew and then peanut and then almond. I'm one at a time, yeah. we're going to run them all Sometimes out. Do you save I, your favorite for last? Because that's what yes. I do when I, when I have a big thing. Like If it's like a yeah, starburst and I like the pink ones the best, I eat everything and save the pink ones for the last thing. I used to always do that as a kid. It's like if your mom put together a plate, I'm eating what I don't want least first. first. Yeah. And then I'm just... Just make you it happen with the stuff. You also mix your like. plate if you have, or do you separate everything and everything can't touch and mix? I separate. 
But if they merge together, the world's not going to. You're at a restaurant. You got yeah. your steak, and they got your potato right there, and a little bit of the steak kind of rubs in. And they don't you kind of take a little bit of oh, the yeah. potato with that bite? Oh yeah. yeah. But like, I think what she's if if I have a plate and there's a salad here, and there's the steak here, and there's whatever. put them in the blender potato. and mix them up, drink it. They're all going down steak the same way. Steak and salad smoothie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. One more. You have a contractor doing work at your home. Do you have an open bathroom policy for them? Uh, you have a contractor working on. Guys, work. oh, he's, putting new cab- he's putting new cabinets in in your yeah. in your kitchen. Yeah, he's you got to let them. for a couple of yeah. days. Yeah, you got to. I'm I'm letting them use a restroom if I have the option of, you know, maybe there's a. a re- I'm not saying hey, go to the master bedroom, help yourself, <laughs> take a nap. Uh, yeah, take a nap, do whatever you want. <laughs> But I'm I'm making them feel at home. I'm making them okay. You could use this restroom. Got some snacks, some water for you as well. When you said open bathroom, my thought, my first thought was, I think it was two weeks ago when we were talking about if you have an open door policy with your partner. I was like, the door needs to be closed for this contractor. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think anybody. <laughs> the door is closed in anyone in my life, let alone a contractor coming in <laughs> to lay down some tile. Yeah, I'd really rather. Is that a not, euphemism? I'd really rather not. But I think that the risk of you know, there's a Chevron up the street if you need to go use the uh. that, That's bad. That's bad karma. And now he's going to put the cabinets in. Oh, yeah. That and everything's going to slide off to the side. you got to make sure that you take care of everybody. I'm with you on that one. Be, be generous to be selfish. Yes. <laughs> right? Can I get you some water? You want, yeah. you want sparkling water? This, this? guy. Let me, you want a Coke? Look, lunch break. I got some cool beers in the fridge. You interested? Now all of a sudden he's going to have too Not many too beers many. and it's going to be crooked anyway. Yeah, well, that's why we got, we're going to hide the good beers and we're going to offer just one decent lunch beer along the way. Mickey all right. said, by the way, Mickey's Big Mouse is the answer to your problem, Trav. Basically oh, yeah, that but there's, that's there's maybe, some solutions there. That's not a good option under any circumstances. They could serve it by the bucket, and I'm going to go to the oldie. Just feel like the eight ball is a better choice than that one for a variety of different reasons.